So we we spoke about last time about uh, the machlekes uh, between the balatrumas, <coughs> uh, the Torah's understanding of the balatrumas, the Beis understanding of the Baal, uh, of the riff. Whether if a person accepts upon himself a to go to secular court where there is a financial ramifications of that, whether or not that Kenyan is effective or not. So. Today we're going to see on page 87, we see the Shulchan Aruch. If a person accepts upon himself using a Kenyan to litigate with his friend in front of non-Jewish judges, that Kenyan is not binding, but also and it's prohibited from, from actually litigating the case in front of them. And if a person accepts upon himself, if he, that if he, if he doesn't go litigate the case in front of the non-Jewish judges, he will be obligated to give a certain amount to Goyim. It still is prohibited for him to go and uh, litigate the case in front of non-Jewish judges. So that we turn the page to page 88. But nevertheless, he will have to pay the tztaka, which he accepted upon himself to pay, and, and there is an opinion, that Bezdin will not force him to pay the tzedakah, but we just notify him that the promise that he promised the tzedakah is binding, and he is obligated to pay it. So that, that's, the, that's the Shulchan Aruch. So the Shulchan Aruch does not bring down what the Torah said, that if there, 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 if there is a financial uh, ramification, that that would be that, that that would be binding. But so let's see the sma. The sma on the side of the Shulchan Aruch says in in, in Sivkatan Yud, Hamakabal of a Kenyan Ladun, Dafka Ladun Kamar, Avla Edos Moel Kabala, Lakuliyama. But if you accept upon yourself a non-Jewish witness. That uh, Kabbalah, that that uh, that acceptance does work according to everybody. <clears throat> now, in the next Sivkat and Yudalaf, Einiklom Vaser, I am a Tshuva Sarosh. Look at the Tshuva Sarosh. Vator, Vator Eivir. The Torah brings it down. Shekasav Zalashenya. They writes in the following. The following. Vaval Pi Shekasav Ashtar Lodem Dinei Umois. Even though it says in the document that they sign in the contract that says that they accept upon themselves to litigate it in secular court. Ein Bechlal Zesh Lo Yishamit. The, the intention was not that he will not say that he wants to go to Bezdin. The intention of the parties in this was only if he refuses to go to Bezdin, that the contract should be valid in secular court in, on the off chance that the litigant refuses to go to Bezdin. But if the, part, if the other litigant agrees to go to Bezdin, but the intention was not that they're going to be over on Devei Torah, they're going to transgress the prohibition against going to secular court. So the Sma infers, infers from here, that's only if you wrote simply that's under the jurisdiction of secular court. And this is for the reason that the Rush wrote, which is that their intention of the parties was not that they could force each other to go to secular court. The Azam Rinon, that then we say, the intention was not to transgress the prohibition. But if it says clearly in the Shtar 
Shemeschayev, that he obligates himself. Uh, now we turn the page to page 88 again. <clears throat> that the person obligated himself to judge under all circumstances in front of the secular court. <clears throat> then the rush will agree to the riff and the Baal Trumas. That if there's no financial difference, then it's what's called a Kenyan Dvarim, and it's not binding. But if there is a financial advantage to the lender, he cannot back out. Because the Kenyan is binding on his property, since there's a financial advantage to the lender, so when the leva, when the borrower made the Kenyan, he was obligating his 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 assets to uh, to to fulfill this kinyan. The kinyan chal The kinyan is binding on his on his assets. Shenestabduloi that they became encumbered al oisai schos shekibol vladnul dineakum to to fulfill this financial um, advantage that the malva has in secular court. Vloi matzasi mishachilkal says the says the miras and I am the sma. That I did not find any opinion that disputes this opinion of the Rif, Balatrumus, and the Rosh. So he's he's arguing that the halacha that the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch says that a person can retract this commitment to go to secular court even in the case of a financial uh, advantage is incorrect. There's no opinion that holds like that. Even though the Ran writes, uh, he just writes simply that you that the the Kenyan is not binding. You can't prove from the Ran that he would support the the position of the Shulchan Aruch because you could interpret the Ran, but even in a way, in a manner that does not dispute what the Baal Trumas and the Rosh say. And the Ran is discussing specifically a case, when he does not have the financial advantage. Like we mentioned, the only time that the Rif, the Baal Trumas and the Rosh, according to the Sma, would say, that the, the Kenyan is binding and the parties would be obligated to litigate in secular court is only when there's financial advantage in doing so. But in a case there's no financial advantage, the Kenyan, according to everybody, is not binding. So it would be, uh, it, it would be more convenient to say that the Ran does, agrees with all the other Rishayim, and the Ran is discussing specifically a case where there's no financial advantage. If so, it's it's very it's a big question on the mechaber that he writes without uh, dis, uh, dis, uh, making a distinction, and he writes and he, he does not differentiate to say the when there is that when there is a financial advantage then he's uh, obligated to uh, to be in, in conformance with what with his kinyan the Come on, Simon Samachalf, and see what I wrote in Simon Samachalf. Now, on the next page, on page 89, we have another Shulchan Aruch in Simon Chav Beis that also discusses the same topic. And it says in the Shulchan Aruch, If a person accepts upon himself the testimony of a non Jew, it is, uh, it is exactly the same as if you accepted the testimony of any. Person who is not a kosher witness, avol and kibol of goy l'dayim. But if you accept upon yourself a goy to be a judge, 
even if you made a Kenyan, the Kenyan is not binding, and it's prohibited from uh, adjudicating the case in front of the non-Jew. So, so now the Ramah adds a very, very important point that if the parties accepted upon themselves to go to secular court and then they actually fulfilled what they, what they accepted and they went to secular court, even if they weren't allowed to go to secular court, once the secular court passes a judgment, that judgment would be binding. So the Mechaber is basically um, reiterating what he said in Simon Chavav and what we have over here is that the Ramah added a, a, an additional point that once the secular court issues a ruling, that ruling is binding, even according to the Shulchan Aruch. Now, the Sma, again, on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, writes, <coughs> The reason why the Kenyan is not binding is because there's a prohibition against making our enemies into judges. And he references what he wrote, uh, what we just went through. It's clear from what the Paisikims say. If one of the litigants has an advantage, a financial advantage, in secular court, more than what would, what would accrue to him, in Bezdin, in that case, the Kenyan is binding. Now the, the Sma um, points out that it would, this would seem to fly in the face of a, a rule that we have that a person cannot make a stipulation which runs counter to what it says in the Torah and therefore argues the Sma that maybe I'm wrong, maybe the Allah should be that one that, that this Kenyan would not be binding, right? The Sma, no, that's not true. That's only by a verbal stipulation. Once a person executed a Kenyan, that Kenyan would be binding, and we we uh, we uh, we um, we don't we wouldn't use the rule. We wouldn't apply the rule of But the Sma concludes if there's no financial advantage to going to secular court, then the Kenyan is meaningless to have a Kenyan dvarim because it's like a Kenyan to take an action which is not binding. A Kenyan only works on a financial matter. Now, if you look on the other side of the Shulchan Aruch, the Shach and Sivkat and Tezvav has, has uh, you know, it, it speaks extensively on the matter. We're not going to uh, read through every word of the Shach. We'll just discuss the, the, his conclusions. The Shach basically takes issue with the, what the Ramah says. The Ramah writes that <clears throat> the halacha of the Mechaber, that the Kenyan is not binding, would only apply before the secular court issued a ruling. If the person says, I refuse to go to secular court, Bezdin would say, you have no obligation to go to secular court, you can go to Bezdin, a Yiddish Bezdin. However, once the court issued a ruling, so that, there the Ramah says, that the Kenyan is, is binding, and that ruling of the secular court is binding on the parties. Now the Shach takes an issue with that Ramah, and the Shach writes that the, the incentive for the Ramah to make that distinction is because the Ramah was faced with a contradiction in the Paiskim, and the Ramah is trying to make sense out of the contradiction, and that's why he differentiates between whether the court has issued a ruling and, and whether the court has not yet issued a ruling. However, the Shach writes that to him, it would seem that the indication of the Paiskim that the Ramah is looking at um, would seem to indicate that there's no difference between whether the court issued a ruling or not. And the, the answer to the contradiction that the Ramah is being bothered by is a different 
answer altogether. The Shach makes a, a distinction between whether the parties accepted upon themselves the general court system. In other words, if they put themselves under the jurisdiction of the courts of the state of New Jersey, for example, or a specific county, that would be that would run uh, that, that would be considered a prohibition of Ivenu Palilim, of going to and therefore that Kenyan would not be binding, according to everybody. However, if the parties accepted upon themselves a specific non-Jewish judge or arbitrator, they say, you know what, we're not going to go to court, we're going to accept upon ourselves a certain fellow. Then the Allah is that that Kenyan is binding, because that doesn't show that you're subservient to the, to, to the secular court system. That shows that you trust a specific non-Jew, and in that case, the Kenyan is binding. That's the distinction that the Shach makes. Now let's see, on page 90, there's an Asivas that, that uh, interprets the Sma a little bit differently from the simple reading of the Sma. The Nasivis writes in Sivkat and Yud, He's quoting the Sma, who says that the only time that we say that the Kenyan is not binding is only when there's no financial advantage. Because it's like a Kenyan to take an action. But if the, if the lender or either party has a financial advantage, then the other party cannot retract that commitment. Because in that case, the Kenyan is binding on his assets, like we said before. So explains the, the, the Nasivis. We're not talking about the fact, the, sma, the, the intention of the Sma was not to say that the Kenyan is binding on the, 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 the fact that you have to litigate the case in secular court. That wasn't the intention of the Sma. The intention of the Sma was that of course you have to go to Bezim. It's, it's still prohibited to go to secular court. What the Sma meant was that you, that you have to go to Bezdin, but the Bezdin will use, will apply secular law to this, to this Dintaira. So, according to the Nasivas, everybody agrees, even the Sma agrees, <coughs> that if the parties accepted the jurisdiction of secular court, the parties would still not be allowed to go to secular court, and Bezdin would certainly not force them to go to secular court. The only ramification of that Kenyan would be that if the parties go to Bezdin, that Bezdin would apply secular law, law to their litigation. If you look, look on page 91, we have Aruch HaShulchan who writes as follows, If a person accepts upon himself with a Kenyan, to adjudicate his case in front of non-Jewish judges, that Kenyan is not binding. Even if a person swears that he's going to go to secular court, it's as though he swore an oath in vain. Because any time that a person takes an oath and swears that he's going to transgress one of the halachas in the Torah, that oath is not binding. A person gets malchus because he, he swore, uh, he swore uh, in vain, but, but the, 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 he's not obligated to fulfill the oath and be over on, on, the, on the mitzvah. Even if there is a financial advantage, that financial advantage doesn't mean anything. Now the Aruch Hashulchan adds that that and, and and he argues on on the on the Sma and he also argues on the Nasivis' interpretation in the Sma and he says that I I hold the halacha 
that Bezin will not either follow secular law. So there's a big machlekes over here. You could say that there's, that there's three opinions. You, I mean, if you, if you reject the Nasivus' interpretation of the Sma, then you'll be left with three uh, opinions. The Sma's opinion, the simple reading of the Sma says that the Balidinim would have to go to secular court. The Nasivus says they don't go to secular court, but Bezin would apply secular law to their, to their litigation. According to the Arach HaShulchan, the Halacha is that Bezin would not even apply secular law to their litigation, and the Kenyan is completely meaningless.